This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with Paul Barron, who is known as the CEO of The Wall Printer. And just to tell you very briefly about him, he's the founder and chief executive of The Wall Printer USA. He has decades of experience with B2B, B2C, retail manufacturing, distribution, international business franchising, and more, and he's personally developed and launched business concepts and supported successful revenue growth, which leads to exits for several startups and established businesses. There's so much more you can learn about him, and I encourage you to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com to see his full story, his full biography, ways to connect with him via social media, and links to his website, including an opportunity he's going to show you at the end of our conversation here in a few minutes. With that, Paul Barron, welcome aboard. It's great to have you here today. Adam, thanks so much. I appreciate the opportunity to meet you and your audience, and thank you for that introduction. Let's dive right in. And our very first question is, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and society at large? You mean, Adam, just by being in it, that's not enough for everybody? Uh, <laughs> Uh, so oh, the, the short, st- short story answer, which I am often not used to giving, is that we provide opportunities to people to build the equity and to love what they do. Um, as long as that love is somewhere in the creative arts, technology fields, uh, we are able to provide that with our wall printing and floor printing machines. Great. So tell us a little bit more about what you actually do and what you mean by wall printer machines. So uh, today, vertical or wall and floor printing machines are products that are manufactured by only literally a handful of companies worldwide. Right. And we are the only ones in the United States with a presence and we manufacture our own inks and some of the components that we take these machines and we uh, provide them to customers who can be existing businesses or startups, entrepreneurs, Uh, It might uh, add revenue to an existing business like a painting, photography, general contracting uh, business, or it could be a startup who's just looking for something innovative, something new in their communities that can add beautiful art to walls, indoors or outdoors. That's what the wall printers and floor printers do. 
They add any digital artwork, reproduce it faithfully onto any wall, indoors, outdoors, any surface material. Yeah, so when I visit your website, which by the way, for our viewers and listeners is www.thewallprinter.com, I notice there's a wall printer, there's a floor printer, and we were discussing in the green room before we went into our session here that there's a business opportunity available for entrepreneurs. If you could tell us a bit more about that, and I will disclose that I originally, when you described to me, I thought, isn't that like a franchise? You told me there are some differences. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, a franchise, and, and as you mentioned in my introduction, I have over 15 years experience in franchising. I'm a certified franchise executive, not because I went out and bought myself a Dunkin' Donuts, uh, but uh, I provided technology to franchise systems to help them manage their customers and their accounting. Um, but I, yeah. was, I was fascinated by the model. And, and the mantra of franchising is kind of like being in business for yourself, but not by yourself that you have some kind of a, a structure around you. The difference between what we do is we don't share in the revenue of our customers. We support their success. Right. We do provide exclusive territories so that they can grow, especially with an innovative product. I mean, this isn't like Burger King and, and, uh, and McDonald's, who, uh, who, a food franchise that you have multiple types um, selling hamburgers. Everybody knows what that is. Everybody knows what a landscape or a pest control mm. company uh, might do. Uh, nobody knows what a wall printing can do because it really hasn't existed. The technology is not new, Adam. It's been around for about 10 years, but it was never in the Western Hemisphere because it takes a lot to support the machines and to train people on how to use them and to just be there to help customers succeed with these delivering beautiful wall art using the machines. And for that reason, the companies that developed this technology were in, in Southeast Asia, a little bit in the Middle East, in India. Uh, one company exists in Germany, but none of these customers went across the pond, so to speak, um, to give that kind of hand holding to their customers to grow these markets. Me, uh, call me crazy. I like things mm -hmm. that are unique and innovative. And if I think that there's a market for it, this is what I've been doing for four decades. I've been taking foreign companies' products, whether it be technology or hardware or software, and finding their high value customers and markets here in the United States. So I've done this about a half a dozen times with everything from uh, a baby bottle to a, a headband, baby bottle from Austria, a headband from China, um, an Australian oh. self-service dog wash system. Uh, this is my last hurrah. I'm 70 years old. I found this product about three years ago, fell in love with it. I went all in financially. Normally when I say to my wife, hey, honey, come here and take a look at this. She normally cuts up my credit cards and hides our bank account. <laughs> uh, in this particular case, she looked at it and she said, wow, that's really cool. Let's go for it. And we did. And so now we are three years into it, um, even with COVID. COVID actually was kind of a good thing for us. Nobody could see something they didn't know anything about. So it gave us time to build the team to support uh, our customers that I knew would come eventually. You know, the kind of if you build it, they will come. Not always yeah. true, but in our case, I was hopeful. And so then when COVID kind of lightened up and people started traveling and they came here to Wilmington, North Carolina to kick the tires, so to speak, and see what these wall printers are all about, uh, we've grown tremendously. And we're providing, we've provided over 50 businesses now that have started up in 2021 with wall printing machines. We've just recently added the floor printer, which is like to put logos and artwork onto floors in foyers or uh, other um, stadiums and sports centers, things like that. But it's, uh, it's, it's just a great business. It's, uh, it delivers beautiful art, as I mentioned earlier, 
And uh, it's just been growing rapidly. We do it by offering exclusivity because it is new. We want to support only those people who are willing to take the risk and raise their hands on something innovative like I did. And we'll protect them locally by being the only ones who can buy these machines from us. Wow, cool. So uh, what I'd like to do is kind of accelerate a little bit. And I'd like to get just a little bit more of an understanding that will help your listeners maybe find their shortcuts to making this decision for themselves in alignment with their own truth. So in your experience, what are a few of the most common FAQs, frequently asked questions you get from folks who are working toward their decision to invest in new? So, so we get hundreds of inquiries every day. Thanks to the team that I've built up, I've, got, I've been blessed with a very good team, both in the support area for our customers and the marketing area, where we've approached social media channels to introduce people to this innovative technology of wall printing. And so to answer your question, the first the hundreds of inquiries we get on a daily basis, 90% of them, maybe even 95%, their first question they ask is, what's the price? And they, and as many people do with something that they're considering buying. And so they find out it's not your 50 or $100 desktop printer, but it's a $25,000 product. So nine tenths of them disappear at that very point. And they say, wow, that's cool. Maybe I'd like a wall printing, but that's not what I had in mind. Now, out of the other five to 10%, they look at it and they see a business opportunity. Those are the people yeah. we want to talk to. So the next question they ask after how much, they ask, how will you help me succeed typically? And what do you provide to assure that if I invest in this particular product and create a business around it or add it to my existing business, how do you help me? What's the support you provide? And then um, the third question, which is the one we hope people will get to after the first two gates that they pass through is what's the next step? How can I buy the wall printer? And those are the those are the three most frequently asked questions we get. What are a few that you wish people would ask? Say that again. I'm sorry. What are a few that you wish people would ask? That I wish people would ask? Um, yes. It's really covered in those three. Um, but <laughs> uh, I guess, where do I send my money? Um, or, uh, <laughs> or, or uh, you know, do you, do you think that this would be something that would be good for me? Because very honestly, we're at a stage in this business, and not just because we've, we've added 50 new wall printing businesses over this past year, but it's always been, a, I mean, I sleep very well at night, Adam. And there's, right. there's, if you've got a good product or a good, or a good service, there's no reason to, to not align it properly with your customers. So if this is right for you, great. Let's proceed to that next step and find out if you should come and visit us here or if you should purchase the equipment um, and start a business using the wall printer or adding it to your existing business. But I don't right. want somebody who's, who's looking to do this you know, strictly part-time and it's kind of a home hobby solution and not realize their expectations that this is a very lucrative business, but it's a business and you have to apply your time, talent and treasure to it. Right, right. It's it's like anything. I mean, it can potentially be a side hustle, but there does have to be a certain level of commitment or it's just not going to work out. Correct. I don't mind people who want to take this on as a side hustle, but know that going in and know that that may require a little bit more variation of the maintenance process if you're not going to use the machine every day. Um, yeah. And of course, the revenue return. Less you put in, the less you're going to get out. Of course. Absolutely. So let's shift gears a little bit in our last few minutes here together and let's get to know Paul a little bit better. <laughs> now, first of all, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? Well, if you looked at me, you'd be surprised to learn that I'm a pretty darn good tennis player and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and a long distance swimmer. Um, my physique no longer shows that, but those are my two passions outside of working. 
and outside of my my home life with my dogs and my uh, my wife. Um, so uh, so that's that's something that that I hope people uh, might eventually know and appreciate about me. Uh, that's. Uh, uh, you might want to know why I'm not a lot. If you're a golfer, you may know this question, this statement. Um, people might not know about me, uh, why I'm not allowed on Beth Page Black anymore. Um, and uh, so, again, that's that's for a golfer insider who cares about such things. Um, that That's an interesting side story. Um, but uh, that that about covers the, you know, the the side of me that's outside of the wall printer. Right, right, right. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Well, let's see. That's a good question. So if they were on a tennis court, I'd like them to say, God, that old fat guy could surely hit the ball pretty damn good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd, like, I'd like that to be the takeaway after a match against a, a 30 or a 40-year-old. Um, family and friends, I hope they say we love them. Um, customers and employees, I hope they say that uh, he's honest, he's trustworthy, he's a good guy to uh, um, to lead lead us forward, uh, and that about covers the areas of my life that matter to me. Outstanding. If you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, or one thing you've experienced, or one thing that's happened, what would it be, and why? Well, the short answer is not get fat um, because mm -hmm. I enjoy too many things that would be better off if I wasn't. Um, but uh, from a business perspective, not open a restaurant in Florida. That's what that's one of my past lives. I was in the restaurant business. I was very successful in New York. My family, my parents retired, moved to Florida. I followed them down there. And then I opened up a restaurant down in Florida. And what I made in 12 years in New York, I lost in one year in Florida. So I, that's something I would definitely change if I was able to go back. But of course, I also look at that as a learning experience. Um, if you have an entrepreneurial bent in you, you're going to have to fall down before you can get up. Exactly. Exactly. What famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And if you had the opportunity to do so, what question would you have for them? Hmm. Well, that's clear. It would be my dad. And I'd ask him, do you want to go hit some tennis balls? All right. That's that's pretty straightforward. Uh what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Family, employees, and customers. That's an easy one. Um, yeah. Just so at the end of the day, um, they all might be a little bit better off because of what happened during that day. That's fantastic. So finally, and I know you have an opportunity, you have an invitation you want to share with our audience. Now we'll do that for you in just a moment. But in general, as soon as somebody finishes streaming this episode, what is one thing you would urge them to do, one action you would urge them to take? Well, you know, make a decision on what's right for you and what are you looking for as your next objective in your career or business endeavors. And if it aligns with something that I can offer you, by all means, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is a professional network, is a good source of connecting with people. And whether you're into the wall printer or not, I'm a mentor at the local university. Um, I advise customers and I advise generally people looking to start up businesses, whether they're students or people in my community here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, I like to do that as a, as a give back to leverage the experience I've had. But if you connect with me on LinkedIn, you can then go ahead and, and uh, be in my network. And I'm happy to share that with you. Yep. So go to the show notes on this episode and you'll find the link to Paul's LinkedIn. Make sure you connect with him and mention that you heard him on the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast. For those who are out jogging, driving, or otherwise moving around, 
who do not see the video version of this right now, I'm going to read off one time Paul's website. It's thewallprinter.com. That's thewallprinter.com. And it'll typically forward you to the forward slash EN version, which stands for English, if you're in an English-speaking area. Visit that website, and you can also see a link to it on our website on the, the post for this episode. That's the wall printer website. You'll discover how the wall printer and the floor printer work, how the opportunity works. If you want to create a new business for yourself, you want to create another line of service for your business. If you want to do something that may be just a lot of fun doing the wall printing and floor printing, this is kind of a futuristic thing and it's kind of where things are heading. And as Paul mentioned earlier, he's one of the first, if not the first, to introduce this technology, which has been around for some time, into the North American and particularly United States market. So again, check that out. Go to thewallprinter.com and also be sure to connect with our great guest, Paul Barron, on LinkedIn. So until next time, Paul, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Adam, right back at you. I enjoyed it. Thank you. You bet. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,